something's missing. I think I know what it is. Stop searching. Trust me. It's not there. It's here. It's in him all day. Hello? Hello? Brother Pastor Vernon? Brother Vernell? What How you doing brother, this afternoon, Pastor? Hey, brother, I'm, I'm out here, man. They didn't, brother Vernell, you are my confidant. You are my shooter. You are my beige brethren. And I've been caught up again. I didn't sit back and fail the last time. I said I failed seven times, but this dick rose on the eighth time. And brother, I didn't <laughs> fail, and I didn't fail until the life of sin again. They didn't got me out here on the tape. This young Harlan got me out here on the tape. Pastor Gray, I, I, Pastor Gray, I told you you got to be aware. You got to be. You got to be just when these t young temptress, temptresses are coming at you and, 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 and tempting you with their flesh and the short skirts. She showed the me the top of her titties. I was going to take that bitch to Cabo. Goddamn, I'm trying great, nigga. The bitch, so I ain't, ain't, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, Brother Vernell. I sit back after talking. I heard my side bitch with my kid in the car was going to talk about all the things that was going on. I was talking about how my wife don't cook for my family, but all she do is DeJuan's pizzas. But guess what I was going to make her, Brother Vernell? A, a smorgasbord of the old country buffet's finest meals. Guess what I was gonna make her, Brother Vernell? Only a man of the, only a man of the cloth would come through in the clutch like this. What were you gonna make her, Pastor? Brother, a brisket, brother. Some mashed potatoes, brother. Smoked brisket. Smoked brisket, brother. Smoked all sixteen hours. Our rolls were before writing a sermon and sending the dick pic to her, allegedly. Preach, then, Pastor. Preach. Then the mashed potatoes. Oh, then I'm taking it to the next level. I am making the baked beans with the motherfucking hamburger meat in them. And this ain't no regular ground round. This is ground sirloin. This is the best that you can get. And I was going to top it off with some he fresh corn. a choice. Prime meat. Fresh fresh corn. Brother, and now she's going to do me like this. Do me like this. Send my text messages asking to see her titties after I gave her $200 and took it to Cabo. And that's the truth, Ruth. They brother, brother, what can I do? They are unappreciative. Even Jesus said these hoes ain't loyal. Now look at them. <laughs> look at them. They're going to make me lose my church. Well, they're going to make up me lose here. my mind up, up in, in here. here, up in here. But Brother Vernell, I need you to do something for me, Brother Vernell. I need you to pray for me, Brother Vernell. I need you to pray to get these hollers off of me, Brother Vernell. I didn't got a Lambo. I got a fat house. I didn't everything else. I didn't, I didn't came off of Joel Osteen. Now these young hollers is all on me again. Brother, how am I not gonna fall down for the seventh time and roll and my dick rise for the eighth? Brother, how am I gonna get out of this, brother Vernell? I need some we I gonna, need some I need some confidence. I need some I need some advice, brother Vernell. We're gonna we gonna just like you took her to the to Cabo, I say take you to the wall. Baptize her, brother Vernell. Or drown her, brother Vernell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she she definitely got to be baptized in in, in, in the juices. Juices. <laughs> just like that smoked brisket I was gonna make, Brother Vernell. It was juicy. I brought the brisket to her in a full meal. All I asked, all I asked to see was, was the young woman's, young woman's young titties. All I seen was the top of the titties, not even the nipple, not even the areola, the top of the titty. And I wanted to see more, and I gave her two hundred dollars. It didn't work, brother, brother Vernell. I done had an OnlyFans page. I've been looking at brother Vernell, the free stuff, and these young callers are charging thirty nine ninety nine for premium content, brother Vernell. I was going to give this young lady two hundred dollars to show her breasts. Well, we're, we're gonna, gonna pray to, for these young we're harlots. To, we're gonna have to sit her down in the church. Sit her down. Sit her down. down. She needs to get silenced. She is no longer in the choir and nothing like else. She's in none of the pastors' aid ministry. She is no longer able to come back into my office. I will make sure I get the word out to the head of the trustee board, the ace. I will make sure that I get that out to the to, to the head of the usher board and the and the deacons, uh, the the deacon and the ripper. 
They were right. they will make sure we will execute things as, as as expeditiously as possible to sit her down in the church. And we also need to have a conversation with the Ripper. He seems like a little horny today. I think the man's gonna sit back and we be on some freaky stuff and wear jeans with no underwear. We need to talk to that brother too. We to We're gonna to pray to for him. him. No, no black on black crime day, sir. Thank you. We're gonna pray for that harlot. And not rough yourself up. I know. You cannot rough. You can't play tennis ball. You can't play a tennis match with your balls. You gotta. <laughs> you gotta let it go. Let go and let God. <laughs> hey, hey. welcome to the Grown Man Ish Podcast. This is Bowtie Fresh, aka Brother Vanell. And this and is you already know who's running the point guard. This is this is Mike J, aka Stan John Gray. You know, Mr. Nasty Man himself. Getting getting your brisket ready already on a Friday after on a Friday afternoon for all the young tenderonis. Tenderoni. Hey man, it's been some wild shit going on, man, before we man, jump into the heavy wild. shit. But yo, John, man. That's been wild and but it's, got, it's not just John. It's hey, a lot man. Of hey man. So we got we got the R the, the R and R and B. Robert Sylvester Kelly. Hey man. Right. Yo, Robert, Robert got mopped up in the jail, man. Let me ask you a question, Bowtie. When he got mopped up, you think R yelled guard first, try to punch back, or try to sit back and, and sell the dude he could he could sing twelve play with him? I, don't, I think uh, only three options. I, I I think I think the R definitely was like, brother, we don't have to do this. Brother, we don't have to. We don't have to travel down this road. I think he was. He definitely was harmonizing and begging not to get his dad on ass whooped. Oh, but he probably was also harmonizing and begging not to get his ass probably tossed and penetrated at the same time. I don't know, man. I think. I think that. The, I think old dude might have. He might have. He might have nodded uh, O.R. up a little bit, but he he might have had to. He might have tried to force himself on him. Oh damn, man! And not not R. Hey, man, it could Mr. be a the Mr. The Mr. Big sent you when he first came up, rolled up on him in the jail. And Mr. Hey, Big sent you. <laughs> Was a sparkle. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know, yeah. brother. Hey, it could be a situation, man. You you know, cast in jail. You talking? You going there talking about you done mopped up R. Kelly both uh, in, in many ways. Oh, damn. Yeah, you might you might have some clout coming out coming out of there. So oh, never know, man. That's the aura. That's some crazy stuff, man. So, you know, I'm sure he's probably working on his 13th album while he's in the clink, man. So that shit probably going to be jamming, too. He's going to have them prison niggas singing their hearts out. I wonder yeah. if the dude who done it told him, you remind me of my Jeep. <laughs> I wanna, hey, looking at R like, I want to ride it. Brother, don't you sure you want to ride this? I don't think you do, brother. It's somebody else. We can pay to get this. Right. No, ain't no keeping it on the down low, Robert. Yeah, that's that's crazy. It's tough. Tough for the R. I wonder if Kyle's. I wonder if Kyle's in the next sale. Hey man, Kyle's probably. Hey Kyle's. Kyle's probably like, look, I'm buying protection after them niggas threw that chicken sandwich. He said, hey Kyle's with the chicken sandwich. He probably got. He probably like, look, I'm getting protected. I'm in here boomed up. You know what I'm saying? I ain't taking this shit no more. You ain't heard. You ain't had a nigga put their hands on Kyle since then. No. I think Kyle's definitely got the shooters in there. I was gonna say, I think Kyle's probably definitely got some people on deck ready to handle business. A nigga's nose that big, he got some shooters. So you oh, know yeah. that, that nigga ain't that nigga ain't got a regular size nigga nose, man. That nigga got a snout. He probably sitting and up he there. And he don't he don't go better. he don't go by Bill in there. He goes by William. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> William H. <laughs> yeah. No, or that, or he might go by Doctor Cosby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He might oh, say shit. fucking around me. <laughs> he like a nigga. It's a different. That nigga probably telling them all stories about you know what happened on a different world set and shit. Let me tell you why I fired Denise. You, she was at there showing her John Gray liking titties on the movie Mickey Rock, and I had to get rid of her ass. 
probably you thinking they're talking shit about Kadeem Hardison. Oh, he's probably talking shit about all of them. I mean, the ones that left the ones that ain't loyal. I'm sure he's talking bad about Joseph C. Phillips. You know, he oh, was yeah. the first one talking about it. You know, Mr. Strictly Business himself. One life, well, he was on the one life to live, one of that type of shit. Yeah, hey, man. Business. Yeah, nigga. He's out there, people probably talking mad crazy, man. But it's one more story, brother. There's some awesome shit, and this can lead into that damn Trump news, man. This comes Jerry Falwell St. Jr. And for those who don't know who Jerry Falwell Jr. is, he was the president of Liberty University. Liberty University is a university in Virginia, which is, you know, basically started off segregation. Uh, check the history of Liberty University. You will be you will be shocked and appalled. And they also hired uh, Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze was the former coach of, of uh, Ole Miss, and Hugh Freeze got fired because he was calling the sex line on his college-sponsored cell phone. So that's how, <laughs> that's how, that's how Liberty gets down. So you probably like, yo, why y'all talking about the homie Jerry on the Grown Manish podcast? Now, we know he's one of Trump's boys. Trump came and gave a speech to the graduates a few years ago. But the homie Jerry, he has some salacious pics out there. He was with a young lady, whatever, he had no shirt on. And they come from, this is a religious school, y'all. You know, he had, I think he had his shorts halfway down. So then it comes out that Jerry's right wife. at the thigh. Yeah, they, Jerry's wife is out there kicking it with somebody, like a 20-year-old dude. She's out here sprung, but guess who was watching in the corner? Bowtie, can you guess? Can you guess who was watching? Who was watching them get down? <laughs> I'm probably gonna <laughs> probably gonna say the man himself. Hey man, so the homie Jerry <laughs> was watching yeah. his wife get the ground pound. <laughs> that's the truth, roof type loving, <laughs> you know, from a twenty year old. Bro, in the corner, nigga in the corner, talking about get her. Yeah, I know. Like, that all you got? And keep going. Oh, God. Yeah. And then I can see him in there. Hey, man, I've seen some shit that. Have you ever seen on uh, Am I the Asshole on Reddit? It'd be like these people be sending these, like, these different, like, letters and stuff. So they had one letter where dude wanted to sit back and watch his, his, wife, his wife get knocked down by somebody. And he was just like, the dude had a humongous dick. And he did things to her that I never thought could be done. And he made her come in ways I never have. He said, I left the room and cried. Dog, what the I hell? This It's a Twitter what thing. What A-I-T-A. Am I the asshole? They got all type of random letters and stuff come in. Like, so, uh, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's a wild man. Shit. Hey, so the homie Jerry might have been inspired. Like, damn, what is he? What can he do that I can't? Damn. Not the young man yelling at him in the corner. Shut up, cuck. You know, shut, <laughs> shut up, old man. Hey, when I say go fucking, hey Jerry, put a fucking mask on. We're not trying to catch COVID here. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Talking damn. bad to him in, in his house. You know what I'm talking about? Can you imagine, I'm man? Put a mask on in his hey. house. Hey, she telling him that she I'm her dad now, the twenty year old. I'm her Damn. dad now. And there was some Damn. like some it was and I was telling Bowtie off air, it was some uh there was some footage that came out where his wife was talking to the twenty year old dude and the twenty she's mad the twenty year old dude ain't giving her attention and the twenty year old dude is bragging how many other women he's sleeping with and she was like, I freaking cried all day and Jerry said, Oh man I said, Dang <laughs> How could you treat her like this? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and damn, I thought we had a partnership. I thought we had an agreement. <laughs> yeah, man, that shit is wild, bro. So, hey. man, that's a wild, that's a wild ass lifestyle, man. Hey, yeah. man, do you see? Hey, it's, I don't even like. Hey, man, I'm not like the super super jealous guy. I don't even like nobody to, to take a, too much of a gander at mine. 
I can't imagine, like, yo, man, that that you? Hey, give you know, giving him a pep talk, talking about what she liked before pregame. You oh, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, Eesh. make sure you cradle her head like this. <laughs> she likes this. Hold her afterwards. <laughs> And then when you get then when you get done, dap me up. We can we can we can talk about. <laughs> Not dap me up. Yeah, <laughs> tag tag him in. Motherfuckers coming in like the rockers. <laughs> one in, one out. Oh shit! <laughs> Not the rockers. Hey man, that's some wild <laughs> shit, bro. But yeah, man. So that jumps uh, us into that damn Trump, bro. Hey man, before before we get oh. into the to, to the Trump news, I want I, I want to uh, get one thing out there. Uh, this week. Um, Marked an, an, another birthday for the for the mighty mama Kobe Bryant, uh, oh, so yeah, I just wanted yeah. to, I just wanted to make sure we recognize that you know happy birthday to the mamba uh, to the mamba on high rest in peace gone you know, too soon it, 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 gone too soon man his, his his legacy and impact still live on so I wanted to make sure we got that up oh yeah and, yeah I was gonna get here right right out the gate I was gonna get to that sports brother I I don't I feel ill speaking on somebody great like Kobe and then coming behind and speaking on this. Orange hue, oompa loompa looking motherfucker, man. I feel like <laughs> we gotta nasty. really get, we gotta give Kobe more props in sports, man. I feel like it just, it just feels like this nasty talking, singing Kobe's name, you know, somebody who actually you know, did so much of greatness into to this mm-hmm. motherfucker here. Ugh, yeah, man. But it's just the, it's the Republican convention week, bro. And man, did you see something? Man? I don't know. Did you see any of it, Bowtie? No, I, I purposely uh, stayed away from it. Did not watch any of it. Seen different excerpts, bits and pieces of it um, online. But even then, I didn't watch it. I just kind of read some comments about different stuff and kept it moving. I try not to get that man too much of my time. Well, I've seen some of it. So if everybody knows, Mike J is a Notre Dame football fan, right? It's my favorite. Probably my favorite. Of all the teams I like, the ones that I, if they win, I feel the best. They lose, I feel the worst. So they had a speaker. At the Republican convention, it was mush mouth ass Lou Holtz. So Lou Holtz was talking like he got three year old porridge in his cheeks, talking about the greatness of Donald <laughs> Trump. So Lou Holtz, if you don't take your mush mouth racist ass on, and I and I did some and I, and I did some uh, and some investigation on Lou Holtz, and I didn't know this as a kid, obviously, but you remember on the Jordan documentary when they was mad that Mike wouldn't endorse Jesse Helms, the the racist senator out of North Carolina. Yeah, and he said no, no, no joy in Mudville today. And he, this is also the same bastard that sung Dixie to Carolyn, uh, Carolyn Brown, who's the first black female senator. This motherfucker, guess who endorsed Lou Holtz in the eighty, the early eighties, or late seventies, early eighties? Oh God. It was Lou Holtz, man. man. Jesse (laughs) Helms is yeah, he's the one who fought against the MLK holiday, man. And I just see that it's just like. And I guess for me, and I'm gonna, I'll close it like this: You have so many people, so many coaches who've made, who've built generational wealth off the off the labor in the backs of black people, and I'm, I'm talking about in the high and then high wage sports like college basketball, college football, et cetera. But you you do do this, but you wouldn't be able to move up in your career without black people, and you do this. It's sickening, man. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's sickening. It's sickening. It's sickening. It is sickening, man. And then you know, but the last thing, man, we'll talk. And I ain't, I ain't watched. I saw some of the Trump shit. Like I saw, like I saw the coon ass black dude who didn't even have his beard lined up. Talking about he, the Republicans showed him he was wrong and how he changed his views, which is another, another thing. Like, damn, you gonna let me? Anyway, mm-hmm. hey, it was, it was funny though that Trump's niece recorded her uh, aunt talking about how, how he doesn't read and how cruel he is towards people. But like uh-huh. I said. 
I was gonna say that I think that that's just them go, her confirming what we already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was just like the fact that we, this ain't even like the fact that other people are like, oh man, it's like yo, these niggas, he's an idiot. But yeah, like I, I was gonna say, speaking speaking on Trump with the with regards to uh, African Americans, did you see um, about the the fake African American twi- Twitter accounts? They were treating they were tweeting pro Trump tweets. But then it was found out that it was a fake African American account. This was reported by uh, NBC News, and, and Roland Martin talked about it too. Yeah, they always, they always they got, they, got them bots, man. You can, I was, you can I was tell, man, them bots games bots is, is sick. Yeah, <laughs> like you be in there, they be like, they be having a name like like Rufus 28, 2008, and right. it'd be like how much they like how much they love Trump or how much they hate black people or something like that, or like they had mm-hmm. one. After Le- you know, we'll talk later about this about LeBron. How LeBron was like, "Fuck this, we need change." And dude, with some long ass bot name, I am no longer a fan of you, of the NBA. Nobody give a fuck about you. Fuck right. you and you. Fuck you and everybody you affiliated with. Yeah, yeah. Well, what would my man say? Fuck you and the click you claim. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey man, but like also the funny thing is Trump spoke. Well, it's not funny. This is ridiculous. He had a seventy minute speech and um. I think the Washington Post said he lied 23 times during his acceptance speech. Oh, yeah, I'm not surprised. 23 times? I mean, now the ratio was sick. The only time you wasn't lying when, when you was just, like, putting, like, prepositions together. That's uh, Yeah, man. But we can get past that. Like I said, even, like, the male. Does you got, I mean, are you seeing people with a lot of, still not wearing masks both time? Oh, all the goddamn time. All the time. I mean, like with 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 no regard, no nothing. And when you say hey, people not wearing any masks, yeah, they're not wearing masks in like their own, you know, personal settings or with other around people they know or whatnot. But even in uh, like uh, public establishments where they're like, oh, there is a mask mandate, and you got to have a mask on. Well, I don't see. I, there's been times where hell, I went. I just went to uh, the grocery store to do my my uh, grocery pickup the other day, and I saw two people going in. And I did not see them immediately get turned out to, to or turned around to come back out and put on a mask. So, like, it's even to the point where I'm like, shit, even stores ain't, are not, uh, are, are not uh, enforcing it. So, yeah. oh, yeah. I, and, I and, and I'm going to be that person. I'm probably going to make a bunch of people mad, too, but I don't really give a fuck. I've seen people of all races. Oh, yeah. I saw a few people the other day. Acting funky, funky. I'm like, y'all, y'all, y'all just out here stupid. So just before people, before some people be like, oh, you know, Roman-ish or, you know, Bowtie Fresh is always talking about white folks, this, that, and the third, and blah, blah, blah. I don't really care. If, if you a dumbass, you're a dumbass. I don't care what color you are. Yeah, I've seen black people. Reckless. I've seen white people. It's just like, yo, the mask, if everybody rock the mask, then we all can help each other. And exactly. it's just like, yo, and the mask, like, hell, they giving the mask away for free. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's a crazy, crazy situation, man. But, yeah, man, so just the mail goes for all those people who ain't wearing no damn masks, man. It's just like, just get your nasty ass a mask. Yeah, yeah. Like, I see yeah, the cat. All them people that was at, at the uh, the RNC or whatever, ain't none of them must have no damn mask on. Hey, none. man, take it from Herman Cain. Herman, Herman didn't have a mask on, <laughs> and that nigga tweeting from the dead. <laughs> hey, Herman's getting his shit off. <laughs> it's like, damn, Herman. You know, and the thing is, they ain't even shot that nigga out this week. So, sure, this nigga, you, you sacrificed your godfather and piece of ass for Trump, and he couldn't even give you a shout out. Now you out here tweeting from the dead, still loving him. Ben Carson, right. Ben Carson could have saved your ass. Them hill of hands walk right past you. 
<laughs> Fuck out of here, Ben. Hey, that's a time ass. That's a coon ass nigga too, man. But anyway, coon, coon chip activated. Hey, bro, I know, right? <laughs> ah, right, yeah, man. So let's get to Twizzler, man. So, what's up with your boy Brian Erlacher, man? Man, I think them hair plugs and got him feeling a certain type of way. Bro, he, he went he from having bald hair to getting to getting that fake ass hair to like all the MAGA coming out, man. And you man. know the and the sickening thing about Brian Earl, like you know he has a black son. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So you feel this way? You don't know? You can't see the humanity in black people. And before we start, if you are having any bit of black, they are going to consider you black in America, anywhere. Mm-hmm. They ain't no, you could be five percent. They gon' and they gonna sit back and look at and look at your right nostril, see if it's a little bigger than 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 the what a smite white. They gonna find you out. But you can't see the humanity in your son's pain because he's gonna experience that pain no matter if his name's Erlacher or not. Exactly. It's just like exactly. So, I mean, he's just like yeah. it's, it's Brian, Brian Erlacher is. I'm waiting for to, for uh, stories and 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 firsthand accounts and stuff start to coming out because there ain't no way that he wasn't spewing some bullshit. Oh yeah, playing. He he was definitely spewing some shit. He probably had a Confederate flag. I know that Erlacher was doing some shit like real subtle when he was still playing, and now it's just all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, because really you feel free because you ain't got to be around him. Exactly, and I'm with them. I'm talking about black people because the majority mm-hmm. of NFL teams are black. His, Brian Herlacher, his head coach was black, who helped him get to the Hall of Fame. If the mm-hmm. best players on that Bears team were black, so yeah, he probably hit that. It got to think it's probably stored up. And I, I remember I used to watch Brian Herlacher play. I'm like, why he always got that white stuff in the corner of his mouth? That probably was all that mayo, and it's like I hate black people <laughs> storing up in his soul. And then it starts. It's like coming out the pores, like you know, evilness. Now it's like full free. He got a full, he got a head full of hair. And he just is like, yo, I feel free to get on this MAGA life, man. And he ain't even oh, got yeah. like some subtle type shit. That motherfucker got the got the hair that's like, you know, frayed to the side and shit. Yeah. Like yeah. a bitch. Hey, Nigga, damn, damn near got the got the Fonz hair type going. I know, right? He out here, man. <laughs> I bet you Terry Cruz is hitting him up like great job, Brian. You <laughs> know, keep at right. it. You see Terry talking. Yeah, you hear Terry talking about shut down Magic City. Oh no, I missed that. Yeah, man. So out the blue, I just was just like, I don't even know where it came from. It was just like shut down Magic City. Nigga talking about black love. Hashtag what? black love. Nigga, what are you talking about? Is the is the coon chip that you've been giving? Is it like are you having some RT what's the shit on Star Wars when they took the motherfucker chip out, my man, and he don't remember who he is? On the last oh, one, on the little box. Not see if he, not see three PO. Yeah, do you don't know who you are? I mean, the, the conversation ain't about Magic City. You like three weeks, you like three weeks uh, behind with Lou Williams. What are you talking about? Man, I guess that man. coon chip is just all in his cerebellum. It's like yeah. messing him up. One thing coon he can do is dance and, and show us pecs and shit, and shit like that. Get you, I mean, he fought more. He fight more against black people than the last dudes that did, did grabs his, the grabs his Johnson in front of his wife. Man. Hey, hey, get out like, of here. Like, like like he said in that movie, The Longest Yard, nigga. It ain't easy being cheesy. Yeah, hey, yeah. Yeah, he's cheesing his ass on our boy. Exactly. I bet she'd be up in the meetings with white folks. You know, you know, it's always that, you know, sometimes you get, you know, you you know, we're we, you know, both are black in leadership, right? And it's all and it's all don't you hate those meetings? It's always somebody who just like they throw the coon chip in. Oh, oh, bro! Cheesing and saying everything else, and oh man, anything don't, don't, don't forget, I sent I sent y'all a text in the oh, group chat yeah, about this earlier this week. I know, I'm just, I know, I'm just saying this, but it's bigger than it's like it's bigger than Nino Brown. It's always that one. It is being the cheesing and loving and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 crazy, man. I remember I was at a place of employment, 
and we were talking about trying to get some black folks together. She hit me with that. I don't need that. When I was at IU Bloomington, my mentors were both white. Now she <laughs> mad she didn't get a promotion. <laughs> so you can take uh, your mentor white people ass and sit on down. Because in the interview, right. she said the word politic. <laughs> so, wow. what you? yeah. Hey man, it's crazy, man. But yeah, bro, it's bro time and bow tie, brother. Get his get his mother get this fake hair motherfucker to Twister, man. Oh yeah, he can he can get that damn that 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 old melted nasty gridiron damn uh Twizzler. That one the 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 steel curtain one when Jerome Bettis ran over his ass at the goal line. Yeah, I remember that. Starting. He can he he can get that type of twizzle, nigga. Sit up, sit sit on down. Get your damn hair plug for me and bastard. Also, Edgerton James ran over his ass too. So. Hell yeah. And is and Ryan Larkin was super. He was never like the best linebacker in the league. He's a pro, pro ball. I give him his props, but he wasn't like like the best. No, nah. so, you know, nah. it's the you piss know on, piss on Brian Erlacher. So sticking to Chicago, man. So I saw this and I sent it to you, man. Uh, there was a, a Chicago Blue. It's a Facebook group full of cops and like people who support cops, whatever. They made a meme of the shooting of James Blake. So it was like Black Lives Matter made a mural and they painted a handicap sign. Wow. Yeah. And these are people that swear up and down they're Christians and they love God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, swear up and down they're Christians and they love God. Swear up and down. Not all cops are bad. Yeah. There's just a few bad apples. Yeah, them motherfucking bad apples are spoiling a bunch. Yeah, and spoiling. Any motherfucking cop, any motherfucking cop that's not speaking up speaking out, not stopping another quote-unquote bad cop, not stopping them physically, not stepping in, not going to their, you know, superior officers. If you sitting back and being complacent and complying with the bullshit that the quote-unquote bad cops have, you're a fucking bad cop too. Fuck yeah. Up. Yeah, it's just like anything else. At you don't have to do this, the shooting to be, to be complicit. Exactly. At this point in the damn game, if you are not outwardly uh, speaking out against the injustices that your quote-unquote brothers and sisters of the shield are doing, fuck you. All right. Take that to the goddamn heart. Fuck y'all. Y'all all, y'all all can take one in the damn chest. All right. This so is I'm tired. I'm tired of our people dying. I'm tired of innocent people dying. I'm tired of this man is now paralyzed and y'all handcuffing him to a handcuffing to a bed. I, my blood's been boiling for for fucking weeks. And it's all, and it just got heated up even more just this past week. Fuck all them cops. I don't give a damn if you in Missouri. I don't care if you in Wisconsin, Florida. I M P D. Fuck all y'all. And this, you know, you, you say this, man. And I, uh, and I read, and I, and I read this, and I was, I think I was the first person to share it. And I wasn't trying to look for. I didn't want to see it. I just was happening to me on Twitter. I couldn't sleep. And I saw this, man, and every time, and I don't even, I try not even look at it anymore, but my heart just drops, man. And it's like, yeah. something like both sides, like, it's yeah. so much anger. And people it used is. to think I was like, something like, an, you know, people, we could laugh, like, oh, Mike J, hi, hi, he's so angry. No, I saw, I've been, both how long have you been knowing me? You've been knowing me yeah. since I was a kid, right? Yep. How long have I been talking about, like, a, a systemic racism and shit like that? Maybe years. Shit, years. 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 This ain't, this ain't nothing new for me. And it's Nigga, not like we, I'm anti-white. It was, was, was like we was in high school, like freshman year. Like it was early on. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I yeah. saw it. I saw the things there other people could laugh at. But then you should keep building and building. You take it, you get in there, you go to college, you see the shit. You get into the workforce, you see the shit. 
you know, you get treated by the police a different way. You get pulled over. I mean, I've been pulled over because I fit the description. And I was like, yo, I was in a 1993 Camry. Who the fuck is out here committing crimes in a Camry? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, if you can, if you committing crimes in a Camry, you like riding the king in that Hyundai. You know what I'm saying? There's there's some things that might happen to you, right? Yeah. You know, no, and that's, that's like me getting pulled over in a in a certain part of town here in Indiana, Indianapolis, Indiana, Carmel. Nigga, I'm in a I'm in a full fucking suit and tie, coming from a damn fast food restaurant on my lunch break and get pulled over. Yeah. Are you serious? So I just I, I just went and I went and robbed them a, a, a fucking chicken sandwich. Is that what we doing? With a certain with a suit and tie and a badge, so they know who I am. Yeah. And I think it's just the frustration, man. It's just like, what can you do? I mean, you can we can march about it, of course. We can pray about it. We can vote about it. But like for me, it's just like, what am I gonna do with that anger? Because I'm, 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 I'm gonna be transparent. I am the only like person of color at my job, and I see it, and I see the little smirks and all this type of stuff, and I see the the MAGA love in the community that I, that I work in, and it's just like, how do you balance that anger with being like, you know, you still got to be, you know, still got to handle your business, man. It's hard. And yeah. racism has been known that shit take years off your life. I can guarantee you that some of the medical issues I'm dealing with now is a come to stress due to racism. And I'm not gonna say that, you know, yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. a I don't yeah, like a yeah, like yeah. I don't like some Popeyes or something. I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna put it all on there. But there there is complete there has to be some there's something tied to that. I can't be myself. I ain't talking about podcasting like that. I'm talking about just be myself. I always yeah. gotta be on guard. I always got to watch out what they say. Why, why are they saying? Why are they doing this? You got a black man out there with his babies, and he's three, five, and eight, traumatized for life. Traumatized for the rest of their life. I couldn't even imagine my daddy getting arrested in front of me at that age. Because your exactly. father's your hero. Well, at least exactly. with mom, my dad ass was. Well, he's still alive. But still, that age, yes. That's who you show what manhood is. And, and, and think, think about the, we're thinking about the, uh, the, the trauma the trauma that them kids are facing now, they're going to face for the rest of their lives, how that's going to impact and shape their lives. Yeah. Just that particular trauma, that image, how that's going to shape their lives. And put Something it like this, Bowtie. Let me, let, me, let me jump in. Put it like this. There's always been a thing of young black boys in school where if, they, if they're, they're hyper, then you want to put on medicine. If they're inquisitive or they want to talk back, then you, you'll say they're aggressive. You want to put them in alternative schools. There's, mm -hmm. there's that, so this, all it takes is you put that trauma, and I'm not putting on these babies, but it can happen. You will traumatize. The next thing you know, there's generations and generations of more black men that are affected by this, by a brother breaking up a fight between two people. Yep. And yep. this, you, you see for it trying, for trying to do something right, like you said, trying to break up a fight, trying to trying to keep the peace. You know what I mean? And you are you you are gunned down in front of your kids for trying to do the right thing. And that that's that's just, again that's another trauma, not just for him and for his kids, but even for the rest of us. Yeah. I mean, I always go back to uh, the rest in peace to the brother of Philando Castile. Yeah. And every, he complied with every fucking order that he was given. He complied and was gunned down and murdered in front of his daughter and wife or fiance. Yeah. So even still, when they're like, oh, you know, we, we got to talk, I got to talk to my sons and, and, you know, try, try to, you know, do what you can, do what you ask, try to stay alive. You know, this, we have to have certain conversations with our children. I have to have certain conversations with Mike J and some of my other brothers 
you know, about, man, we got to do this. We got to try to do this. We got to try to navigate. But in the back of our fucking mind, we can still do everything right. Yeah, right. And it still go wrong. And still die. Yeah, for nothing. For nothing. I mean, I could be smoking so a cigarette. That's the, that's the I, trauma, I could right? be I could be selling cigarettes. I could be standing outside. I can have a legal firearm with my stuff in there. I could be breaking up a fight. Mm-hmm. I any anything. I could be a twelve year old like Tamir Rice and have a toy gun and get gunned down while you let this animal who's seventeen who killed two people, you let him walk to freedom. You know what I'm saying? You ain't shooting him down. Or like or in Charleston when you you didn't shoot that down, you bought the motherfucker a damn a happy meal. Yep. What else can we do? What and else? You, and then you sit back and then you say that, and white people get the tight face. Well, that was not me. I, you know, I vote for Obama. No, your voice need to be out there. Say I'm something. Of, and I'm also sick of, of the shit when when something does happen. You know, it's like, oh well, you know, Philando Castile, he did have a gun in the car. He was a licensed carrier, and he told the officer. Yeah. Oh well. And where's the and where's the, NRA, oh, where's, the, where's the NRA at now? Because if, yeah, if it was white, the NRA, they'd be on that ass. Like, he had his legal right to carry his firearm. When it's somebody exactly. black, when it's legal firearm, nothing. Or even now, you know, there's, oh, well, well, James Blake had a knife in his car. So the fuck would? Yeah, he could have been, he could have been hunting. He could have been, he could have been anything. A knife is not illegal. And a knife is not illegal. Because next thing you know, you're going to tell me scissors are illegal. Or yeah. illegal. Oh, he had scissors in his car. I had keys uh, in my pocket. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm tired of the fucking narrative, th- that narrative, just because there's some one little inkling of something. Oh, man, there was this in the car. Oh, now, now, now it's justified. Now we were, we were in danger. We were threatened. No, you know the fuck you wouldn't. It was like three of y'all motherfucking cops. Well, let me ask you. wasn't in no fucking danger. Let me ask so you this. You can, you can get about the goddamn paint with that. Let me ask you this, man. So, we both have kids. One, I have a girl. You have two boys. What do you tell? I mean, your, I mean, there's an age discrepancy, not a big one, but you know, there's there's an age discrepancy. So, what do you tell your boys? Have you talked uh, to them about this? Like, have you talked to them about the latest? I know before we talked about it, how they were upset because some of their friends were upset about that. So, have you talked to them about this latest one? Yeah, my both of my boys are very aware of things going on around us, and we've had conversations about James Blake. Um, I'm blessed enough that uh, I have I have brothers. Uh, and two of my brothers who, who are, are younger, they were, they were just with us. Um, and my sons like really, 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 really look up to my brothers. And we all, all, all five of us had a conversation. You know, we were just talking about that sort of stuff. So my boys are around uh, other men, other, other males that try to guide them. But I don't hide anything from my boys because right now, if I try to hide or sugarcoat anything from my boys, my boys are going to end up dead. And I want to do anything possible that I can to keep them from that. Now, granted, I'm going to talk and speak with them at a child level. Oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going to have a conversation like you and I would have. But I am all. But I am being very factual. I'm being very real. I do not. The one thing I have not, I've tried. I've done my best, and I personally have not. And I don't think my eight-year-old has. And I'm pretty sure my 11-year-old hasn't either. But I try to shield them from the imagery. I don't yeah. want them seeing you know, black people being gunned down. Uh, we can talk about it, but I think that, that again, seeing it can be just added a little bit added trauma. And I'm not sure that my boys are at that stage where they could handle the visualization of it. But we absolutely talk about it. We absolutely talk about trying to protect yourself. We, t- we talk about 
uh, even being a child, how you conduct yourself in public. When my, my boys, they earn their little money. They like to go out and shop. They like to go, you know, to Target's yeah. you know, electronic section or toy section or, you know, they like to go out and shoe shop. I just took my boys to the mall and they were just kind of with me and, you know, shopping and purchasing themselves some things. But I have to talk to them about their, about how they need to conduct themselves. Make sure that your hands are visible. Make sure that you're not really doing a lot of, you know, in your pockets or, you know, hovering around a certain area. And if you are, if you are really looking at a certain game in a certain area, make sure your hands are visible and outside of your pockets so people don't think that you're trying. So I have to have those conversations just like any other black person is probably having the same thing. But it's fucked up that I'm having to have that conversation, and my boy just can't go shop because he likes anime. And, and he wants to go let me, to a store. Let, me, and let shop. me tell you this though, but I think what hurts the most is our kids. They don't have joy. There's like, there's like, if you look at white kids, not no, but there is a. They have the option of having a carefree. They could be kids and joy. Mm-hmm. Our kids are treated like adults, and our and our adults are treated like kids. But there's this point of if you take a little white, they can run around circle center anywhere else and they just listen and just having the time of their lives you see yeah. 10 black kids or whatever and you got you have security phone yep and it's it's that it's just like for example you're talking about how you, you know you're talking, you're talking about how you talk to your boy so you got a daughter right so i didn't even know she was going to do this so she wanted to kneel before the game with her teammates Mm-hmm. They decided not to do it. Whatever, and, and, I'll, and I'll talk to her when I see her. Like you know, you can't get mad at that. You know, y'all, y'all middle school don't worry. But, but I'm proud of that that she is seeing these things and mm-hmm. acting. But as also part of me is just like you don't get the joy of being a kid. Yeah. Like, and I'm telling you, like, hey, you can't act this way. You can't act this way. You can't act like a kid and not being disrespectful. Just having joy. You can't even like laugh loud and in the mall with your friends, not running around talking loud. Cause that's what mm-hmm. people do joking laughing having joy they've been robbed of that yeah yeah i think that's the part that hurts the most i don't want her to see it but i, I want I always want to be unaware of like all right this was absolutely going on. and but now as she's getting older and it's a lot of stuff with this cell phone i can't prevent everything so that's, that's like all right i don't want you to see it but if you do this is why these are the reasons why these are things happening you got to be you got you had you got to have your head on the swivel being black at all times and yep. There is a, there is a point of there's a pride of being I love being black, but there's also there's a burden of like having to like always have that, and I wouldn't trade my blackness for anything, right? I'm not saying that, but it's hard. There's sometimes I mean I'm just gonna be transparent, like I was, and I'm just gonna, and I'll be totally trying. I wasn't laughing at Paul George, right? And it's all a connect, right? It's like yo, pandemic P and everything else. And the brother was talking about he was doing a mental health thing, so I had to pull back on that because I'm like, well, damn. Whether I'm laughing him missing baskets or not, I'm dealing with mental health. Thing. This has been the toughest mm-hmm. year of my life. Anything yeah. has been affected, and being having this, seeing this all the time, it's not. I'm not even surprised anymore. Yeah, that's just that's the her yeah. most hurtful thing. Is it's like, it's it's not even like a like it's not like I'm just like whatever, but it's just like damn. Again, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of you take yeah. a deep breath, you shake your head. I don't want to be the, desensitized to it. Yeah, you got the uh. sister in Louisville. They still ain't got her killers. You got the, the damn attorney general. He out here kiki keying it up at the Republican National Convention. Yeah. You talking about giving people, you trying to give people felony counts for sitting in your damn yard protesting for you to do your fucking job. Exactly. This exactly. is what we talk about. Show love our humanity because people love to come take the culture. 
and for this, and this is something I want to bring up, and we can kind of get on after this. So, did you did you ever heard about that documentary Storm in Brooklyn? Uh-uh. So it was about you, Yousef Hawkins, right? So for those yeah. who don't know, Yousef Hawkins was a 16-year-old, you know, black teen that was killed in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. Those who miss in New York, Bensonhurst is like super racist. It's also like one of the places they showed on. Remember, everybody loves Chris. Yeah, yeah. That was one, like one that like signified how they didn't like black people. That was Bensonhurst. Anyway, so they had the documentary and they had this guy. They they killed Yousef Hawkins. So they had this guy who worked for Hot 97 in New York, right? So in Hot 97 is a hip hop thing. He was one of the people who was complicit in the death of Yousef Hawkins. So you you were complicit in this mob, and then you've been eating out black culture because all Hot 97 plays is rap and R&B for 25 years. Yep. That's yep. what I'm talking about, man. That's when and I'm off the soapbox. I don't want it to be like, oh, we the grown man is podcast hate white. No, we hate white oppression. We hate systemic yeah. racism. Yeah. Dude, if you feel that way, got, do something have, about it. Hey, I was gonna say exactly. If if you feel in a, if you feel in a certain way that you know, oh, grown man is podcast. No, don't don't take our pain. Don't take our frustration. Don't take our hurt. Don't take our anger. That it's oh, now against white people because we know. I, I and I speak for myself. I have very close friends that are white that are advocates for equality that are using their voices that are using their platforms that are executives in organizations that are speaking out that are actually at protests and i and and i love them for that and i talk to them and like thank you and continue to use your voice and your platform so this ain't this ain't something that you know our romance is issues anti-white people anti no we anti-bullshit we're anti-black people dying for no reason and we're anti-racism period. But I do want to ask, I got a couple of questions or a couple of things that I, that, that I wanted to say and ask you, um, uh, Mike J. So with regards to the, to the murderer who killed those two innocent people uh, at the, at the peaceful Kyle. protest. Kyle. Uh, yeah. Bitch ass. I don't even want to say his name. And let me start out by saying this rest in peace to those individuals who lost their lives Man. protesting and doing what's right. Rest in peace to them, prayers to the, for their families and friends and those that are affected by their, by their loss. Um, but there, there were some char- charges that have come out for the murderer. Um, and I wanted to get your take on that, man. Like, what, what do you, how do you feel about these charges? That, you know, I didn't, I didn't, are, see, are, I didn't, I didn't see the, I didn't see the charges yet. I'm sorry. It's like I, felony. Hold on. Let me, let me pull it over. Real quick. While you're pulling up, I can give my opinions on the fact of you know he was taken without incident. Um, he had a, he had a assault rifle. Uh, I can see they were you know they they're making a sense like they compared the story when Tamir Rice died. Tamir Rice had a fake gun. Was my was his plan minding his own business? And he was like you know he talked about how Kyle was a you know he wanted to be a cop and all this other type of stuff. They were basically like shining the story up before before he gets to him talking about all the great things of Kyle. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. you know that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and, and but and me like at the same time. Like he gave the cops water before he did. He he helped clean graffiti. No, you set yeah. this up. You knew what you were so, doing. So that that's what I was about to say. I'm I'm still I'm trying to find a list. That's, of it's but premeditated I, but I, murder. But I was going to say exactly premeditated murder. You were there scouting out what you were about to do. That's what you were doing. That's exactly what you were doing. So for me, I'm like, why is that something that's not included in, in any of these charges? Why, why is premeditated murder? It's, God damn it, it was like, it was all over the place. Yeah. Just to, 
I just now, didn't see it. I've been, I, 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 I haven't been out. But we can, I okay, mean, here, I, here I, we go. First degree reckless homicide. First degree reckless endangering safety. First degree intentional homicide. Attempted first degree intentional homicide. Yeah, I just add. No, this, this motherfucker needs to be, fuck all that. I'm 17 and oh. intentional. No, you had a you had a premeditated murder. You a, a, a man charge. I don't exactly. feel nothing like it ain't this ain't like the fact that you were playing with a gun and the gun went off and you could no. Exactly. You know what you were doing. You made so a decision to do that, so I don't feel bad for you. And there's a and so and there's that's that's the piece of me right there that again has a lot of malice and, and hate right now in my in my in my system that I'm trying to get rid of because once again the, the systemic racism, the, the white privilege is showing his face because his charges could have been a whole lot worse. But you want to talk about some intentional homicide. That, no, call it what the fuck it is. That is first degree murder. That is premeditated murder. This motherfucker should be facing the damn death penalty. Period. And it's like people, the narratives change as the, the lack of melanin changes. Yeah, because if he had been black or Spanish or something like that, the whole—can you imagine him killing some white people? Yeah, exactly. You, oh man, it'd be it'd be exactly. a whole it'd be a whole type of thing. They talk they would talk so bad about him, his parents, everything else. So yeah, I got I got one more thing to say about this particular topic, and then I want to I want to ask you a question about another topic we can talk about. Um, All right. But I'm not. I don't want to get up out of this seg- out of this segment without giving a, a Twizzler and calling out Tucker Carlson's punk ass. Oh yeah, man! And like, let's talk yeah. about this. Let's ask people. The people need to like pull from his show because he's yeah. a known racist. Like that's how yeah. he gets down. Like uh, him, the other horse face chick that uh, had her tweet. They ended up having to make her delete yeah. her tweet. Uh, but yeah, it's this. Yeah, he's 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 a sucker, man. They like I said they will they will pin black pain. And I, you know what? I blame him, but I blame these other white people who are complicit in this. Mm-hmm. Your complicity is allowing people to get away with this because if you said no, that's bullshit. We ain't gonna have that. It will stop. But your your silence makes it go on, and your and, and your support makes it makes him feel emboldened. So it ain't all Tucker. It ain't all Tucker. He said it. Yeah. But it's, it's there. I just did. I, I didn't want to come out of this segment yeah. without uh without intentionally yeah. uh, giving him a choice and calling his bitch ass out. Oh, for Tucker yeah. Carlson, you can go choke on a chicken bone. That's for, for all I care. Yeah. But let's oh, move bastard. along to another uh, another topic that, I, that that you and you and myself and a few cats, we talked about in our group chat just a little bit, but I really wanted, I know the people have been talking about it too, but I want to get your take uh, in just a brief little, little conversation uh, with regards to your man's Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion. No, I, I mean, I, I, I'm like this. Yo, he shot, if he shot that girl, because I, I can't say I was there. I'm just going on. He's a sucker. We talked about it before. He's a sucker. He's a lame. Mm-hmm. He needed to go get go to jail and then get deported. But then the suck-ass part about it is these motherfucking fake-ass internet losers talking about she's a snitch. The fuck's so, talking about she's a snitch? She so, got the, shot. So- so there's the, so there's two things that, that, that I know we talked about Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion, but that's one of the things that I wanted to bring up in this conversation. This whole she's a snitch, she should have kept her mouth shut, and all that type of stuff. So I want to talk. I want to definitely get your opinion on that. But then two, I want to get your opinion on there's a lot of talk around this being a, 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 a no one protects black women, black women need to be protected. That sort of conversation I've seen spark up in regards to this. 
Um, and I'm like, for me, I feel like this is more of a, like a domestic violence type of thing. Um, like he's a sucker for doing it. But like, to me, I felt like I felt more domestic violence uh, resonance um, than, than like, let me ask you, let me get you. Before, before I before I can give it, I kind of need to get like where you're coming from. Where do you think these people were talking about are in a written space of no one protecting black women? Because I've seen a lot of suck ass black men talking about, oh, this was this a hoax stuff, you know, for social media and everything else like that. And I've seen other people talking about, I've seen some rapper, I only know the nigga's name. I would never listen to his music anyway, talking about that, you know, well, she's six foot and he's five two and you never know what what these bitches will do it was something like wild of saying so were they talking oh, about yeah, protecting I ain't, I ain't black women like in the physical space or were they talking about in the written space because the two you should always uh, protect them, saying, but there's two two separate two separate instances are you talking about on so their are you looking at their particular thing no, I'm saying people have been speaking out in generality with regards to a lot of things going on in society right now that black women need to be protected. So they were lumping this situation into that overall conversation. And, and for me, I, I was like, well, I don't know if it's necessarily she wasn't being protected. I think this was a domestic violence thing. Like I think that his bitch ass done, allegedly done, he shot her and whatever else happened. Like, I, I didn't feel like it was a not protecting black women thing. I felt like it was a domestic violence situation. Well, I so think just, I just think both, can be, both can be true at the same time. I think in a grand yeah. scheme of things, you can see the lack overall of black women being protected. And I'll, and I'll throw something else in. I was going to talk about this in sports, but it kind of feels, kind of jumps in. So, you know, the stuff going on with the NBA and then they were, the players and some, some players didn't want to play, right? So did you hear the story about Patrick Beverly, how disrespectful he was to Michelle Roberts? And Michelle, for those who no, don't know, I Michelle missed, Michelle Roberts is Michelle Roberts is the head of the players' union. The NBA, they they have the NBA players are making more money than they ever have. You know, they're they're able to do more things. They're they she has done a hell of a job. Michelle Roberts is a lawyer, long time. She's a sixty-four year old black woman. So she, you know, so the players were going back and forth, and she asked the head of the union, as somebody who has been in the union, when the head of the union speaks, you shut up. You give that mm -hmm. person respect. So he jumps up in there and she was, he says something like, uh, I don't agree with you a lot. She's like, you know, she's going over the numbers because they don't play, then they can lose a lot of money. You lose a lot of money, that's generational wealth that other people can, that, you know, that, you, that you're going to miss out on. And then some of the change factors that you could donate your money and your time, you won't be able to do, right? So he says, I don't agree with your logic. Okay. And she said, can I finish? He said, no, I don't want, you know, I pay your salary. Now, this is the head of the union. This is a black. This is a black woman who's old enough to be your mother. Are you gonna disrespect mm -hmm. her in front in, in front of your constituents? Yeah. Oh no. I, that's I definitely agree. That's, the, a that, bitch, that's a bitch ass sucker. Move. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah, so but, there is but, so the point I, of what I'm going back you to. You know where I stand on. No, 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 no. Yeah, we can talk about Patrick Beverly. Yeah, yeah, but it's like it's not even it's bigger than it's like bigger than Patrick Beverly though. That's oh, yeah. what a fact of so. the saying of a black woman not feeling protected. Black women be on the front line, bro. When some shit go down and who's, when you see who's marching and everything else, who the first one there? Black women. I, and I, and I, and, I, and this ain't me like trying to dog out brothers. And it's not even that. But as a black man, it's appalling to see how some of our sisters are treated by us. I and, I ain't gonna, and I'm not even going to say I was a perfect, perfect gentleman. You know, I ain't never like been physical, nothing like that. There's been times when I was in my younger days that I might have, you know, sit back and try to sit, do whatever I could to be able to enjoy the company of a woman, right? 
and not as far as like you know not not being truthful with her you know you know scheming and scheming the game and to get ultimately what i wanted which was mm-hmm. the night of you know sex right mm-hmm. so i i'm com- i'm coming from somebody who's done these things but there's a point in your life you have to say you know i ain't having that's that's our mothers that's our grandmas that's our daughters that's your aunts it's people who went hell held us down since the beginning of time so I can see why there is. There's to me, I see I agree with point. There's a domestic thing with Meg the Stag and, and, and Tori. Then there's also the feel of like, well, damn, you know, she's saying this happened, and you got these group of because I ain't I mean, if you look online, right? I ain't seen no woman talk about oh, it's a it's a scam. It's it's a sham. It's he's, he's lower, and that could be a lot of bots. But the the they are most majority male. That's I can see. So to me, both things are true. But from if you're looking on a purely on an online space, if that's what we're talking about, I see why mm-hmm. there needs to be more there needs to be more protection for black women, number one. But I can see yeah. why black women saying they aren't protected because if you look at there's there's just something different. The, I, I feel like black women are the first online soldiers. They just want to be treated right. Mm-hmm. And you know, we even so we can skip around all the game of of the holes what we're dealing with of not protecting oh, yeah. women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so I see what you're saying. I agree with both premises. And I think both premises can be true because in a large, in that, in that small sample size, that's domestic violence. Yeah. In the larger, no, in, the, in the larger sample size, I can see it being, oh, there's a lack of protection, and it's also like, and then also, I think Tory had a security with him. Like, dude, if you had your security with you, why you even got the gun? All right. Yeah. So I, and I, I definitely agree with you. I think that both can be true in the scenario. I, I was just getting your opinion from yeah. your stance because the domestic violence piece resonated more with me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that, that it could be, it has to be one or the other. I yeah, yeah, I think it, there's, there's that, a that resonated more with me. And so I just wanted to get your way in on it. Yeah, I just, it was disappointing. And, I, and I'm not one, I'm, and I don't even like Tory Lanez's music. So it's not even like one of those things of <laughs> like, damn, I'm going to have to cut this out. It's just more like, damn, you're a sucker. Like, yeah. damn, like you let, you know, you, you, let, you, let, you let your shit, you, you blew all, number one, you put you, you know, you did some. She could have killed that girl. You just never, you know, bullets ain't got no names. Yeah. And them two, you didn't left all, all our little problem, all these opportunities. Man, they take, they got people take women, uh, taking Tory Lanez off albums quick. Yep. All this because you get they somebody you got a, a fire ass temper. So you're a grown man who can't control herself. Can't control herself. Yep. So, yep. Fuck them. Yeah, man. That was good. Good piece, man. Good piece. Yeah. I just wanted to get your, your perspective on just those those two specific areas with regards to that situation, man. Yeah, let's man. So let's, let's go to sports, man. So we kind of prim- had a kind of earlier how, you know, the NBA, the Major League Baseball, I think uh, Major League Soccer. Major League in, Soccer. Yeah. Uh, NHL done something. Uh, um, even in the, the tennis, uh, yep. Osaki, she didn't play and they could push postpone some stuff. Yep. There, the good part of this is there is, I think, future coalitions coming against this from our white brethren and other people saying we're not going to stand for this because mm-hmm. they're probably like, look, I don't, I don't, I'm not this way. I don't want to be labeled this way and yep. I'm going to do what I can. And so there, as much as it hurts, I believe there's some positive things coming on. Small steps, small, small steps. steps. I, you know, I ain't, I ain't expecting things to be, you know, to be made. Rome wasn't built in a day. But you know, there there are some small there are some small steps, and you know, it's just it's going to be interesting what the NFL does. Now, I think they're going to be able to get a mulligan for this because the season doesn't start until like September. So, not saying it will be forgotten, but it is it won't be as much as in a news cycle, unless you know, unless they don't charge those officers or something by then. 
but you know, it'll be interesting just to see how things going. Even like somebody like Roger Goodell, it's like changing his tune now about Kaepernick. But why does it? My thing is, is why does it have to take black shooting and being paralyzed to black death? We even even remotely empathize with us. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it yeah, yeah. You know, you you know, I I I I don't get it, man. So I I, I really don't, man. So, but yeah, yeah man. I, I commend. Uh, I will say, kind of just to piggyback on what you said, as far as like small steps, I I, I really commend. Um, each, you know, whether it's the players, uh, the the referees, I saw done some had their protests with yeah, the um, individuals that are involved um, with these professional sports, with the entertainment, and all that type of stuff. Like you said, I really commend them all standing together from their own walk of life uh, that the players have the same plight, but in a different way than like referees or executives or any of that type of stuff. But I do commend everyone trying to trying and appearing to really come together and be like, yo, we don't really care about what is going on with regards to, you know, tackling or shooting buckets or whatever. Mm. But what we, but what we do care about is people, black people dying and, and black and brown people dying for no reason and really coming together and speaking out. So um, that for me, with regards to all the, the crap that we've been seeing and, you know, various emotions, that was uplifting for me. That was yeah. personally, that was an uplifting moment. Man. So I, I appreciate what each of the, the, the various sports leagues are doing and trying to do and, and trying to be one collective. Yeah, man. So, you know, it's just it's still, still the fight that's going on, man. NBA, the NBA, uh, I think, uh, I'm not sure. They, I think they're back this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I think they are back, back, yeah, back Saturday. So you know, yeah. you know, it's just kind of me. It's just like it's been kind of one of those things, man. I mean, it's been some really good games, but all of this is kind of just to me overtake the game. Yeah. So, but you know, it's also something secondary we got to bring up. We'll be doing our grown manish fantasy football thing again. So more news coming about that as the season gets closer. And anything else for sports, Bowtie? Not from, not from my end, man. Y'all just all keep right. fighting the fight. All right, man. So, all right. So, I want to bring this up to you. I mean, when we last time we couldn't pie because man, sickness has been fuck cancer, right? Anyway, so mm-hmm. the French Prince of Bel Air, they talking about a reboot, man. I know you were a Fresh Prince fan. I, I like the Fresh Prince. You know what I'm saying? So, let me ask you this, man. What if it was a reboot for a show? What would you like to see? Like, what show would you like to see rebooted? And what would change? Uh-huh. I would like to see Living Single rebooted. Really? Uh, yeah, I like. I was a. I was a fan of Living Single. Oh, I love Living Single. I uh, watch them every day. <laughs> yeah, I was a fan of Living Single, um, and I think that I would. I would enjoy a reboot. I'm, I'm not sure, you know, the creative type of stuff, but I would not mind seeing seeing that. Um, I think, my opinion, um, it was a show that could have went on longer than it did, um, and I would like to just. I would like to see something like that. Like, I, I really enjoy Living Single. I like the. I think it would resonate for me. It would resonate with life now. You know yeah. what I mean? Those, um, I relate a lot to many of those characters. You know, with regards to life. Bowtie, uh, I heard Bowtie, I heard being Kyle, Kyle Beige Barker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like I like, but I, I definitely it, it was a diff, it was different, a little bit different from what we again are inundated with and typically see from black shows. You know what I mean? It's another reason why. I'm like drawn to insecure and, and like and, and blackish and shows like that. Like I like seeing like positive, impactful, um, 
type shows, you know what I mean? Like I like to see us in that light. I like to see our people in that light. And I like to be able to talk about real life issues um, in that sort of space. So I like those type of shows, man. Yeah, it was very nuanced. And the fact of, you know, you yeah. have professionals and everything else. And, yeah. you know, you never heard them talking about being broke or anything like that. Money might have been tight, exactly. but it was never like, we ain't eating, you know, they, but yeah. then it'll be, it was, and living single age well. Like I love Martin, but Martin didn't age well. Martin, you know, been, like, no. Martin saw for like 1992. Is, I mean, I'll still watch it, but it didn't age well. Like living single is like, you wouldn't, honestly, if you didn't know for the clothes and like the fact of, you know, gentrification in New York, you wouldn't, you, mm-hmm. there's, there's themes you would it could like, be oh, very, it could be 2020. It would, you wouldn't know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why, and again, that's why, that's why I really like the show, man. And again, this is not, this is not me shitting on any other shows, no, no, you know, empires, powers, or whatever. It's nothing like that. It's just, it's just a preference on something that I feel like I would enjoy. Well, like, for me, you know, I got better. two shows. One would be New York Undercover. That was like my favorite, like the, my, Ooh, my favorite that's a good show. One. That's a good you know one. what I'm saying? That was like because that Fox, that was a hell of a night. And this, you know, so I think that would be good because the fact of, you know, crime doesn't really change. It just would just be updated with, with the cops and everything else like that. Especially now being like social media and adding those type of things. I was going to say social media, the tech crime. Yeah. And then you said, but, you know, murder is murder, rapes, rapes, or whatever. Yeah. And in the second show, now, I saw, so I, like I rewatched Game of Thrones, right? We talked about this before off air. I, wa- I rewatched Game of Thrones. So last year, was that last year? I watched Game of Thrones. I said it and I caught up on it and I ran through it, right? So I rewatched it like in like slow this time, right? Not like binging all these episodes. Man, I'd have Game of Thrones, but I do like a black version of Game of Thrones. Dog, we up in King's Landing. King's Landing gonna be like ATL, bro. We getting the motherfuckers <laughs> up out of there. We having nine eights. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We are kicking it tough. We are gonna okay. show you King's Landing gonna have freak nick and shit. We're gonna kick it in the freeze. So shit. let me ask you there. What's up? Let me let me ask you this. So would you do it? You remember how they had like that that reboot of or not reboot, but like a, a, a variation of like Romeo and Juliet, but it was like modernized. Like, would you have it? Would you have it something like that? And and maybe not. Let's let's say not Atlanta. Like, have it in another like Baltimore or something. Uh, another no, city. No, 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 no. King's Land is gonna be like. It's gonna be like when you think of like black, you know, success and everything else, corporate and everything else. You think of Atlanta, right? Yeah. It's do. gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna be like a, a King's Land is gonna be like ATL. We're gonna run that motherfucker. You're gonna sit back when you come to Atlanta. You're gonna see. You, you, when you come to King's Land and you're gonna see like the the big ass thing. Like, yo, we running this. Ain't no, ain't no Cersei and them dead. Yo, we, we, the Morris is back. We're going to see Grey Worm and then we're going to be up in this piece, kicking it. It's going to be our city. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we are going to be kicking it. Ain't no more Tywin Lannister, Jack. <laughs> this, hey, this our thing. Yeah, but that would be the thing, man. Like, I'll joke. That would be, to me, it would be funny. But just to see the, me, black people being in charge. But those are the, those would be the two, man. I love, you know. Also, one show I've been watching, and it's kind of goes on a tangent. I finally caught up on P-Valley. That's a wild show, man, I wanna, bro. I want to watch that, man. I want to watch that. That's a wild show, man. Nice little talent there, too. But it's a wild, it's a wild, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a wild, it's a wild show, man. I caught up on six episodes. I think the, the finale, I think, is tomorrow. I think either, what's tomorrow? I think, you know, the finale is Saturday. Uh, So, yeah, man. So, that's what, I, that's what I've been on, man. What's you, any, anything new you've been on? No, not not really, man. I've been I've been just trying to catch up on um, my. I, I'm a big fan of Blacklist. Yeah. Um, and I and I missed out. I'm still trying to finish 
uh, certain episodes. So I'm, I've been trying to catch up on that here lately. That's probably been the, the one show that I've been on like consistently. Um, I got one more episode of the shot to watch um, and then I'll be all caught up on that, but nothing, nothing new or, 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 or groundbreaking. Shy is awesome though. If y'all, if y'all ain't watching the shot, y'all need to beat the shy out. That's, that's, that's a hell of a damn show, bro. Yeah. I got rid of, I got rid of, I got rid of, I got rid of Showtime. So I gotta, I gotta sit back and figure it out, man. But, uh, yeah, 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 man. So let me ask you this, man. We can we can tie it on up, man. So next versus is on Monday, man. And I know this one is near and dear to your heart. Monica <laughs> Brandy versus Monica. Monica versus Brandy, man. So I know we. So who you got, man? Uh, I'm taking Monica because I like Monica. <laughs> like I've, I've I've been like a big Monica fan. So I'm. Gonna take I, I, I remember you used to sing Angel Angel of Mine before. I'm like, damn, nigga, we girl. Oh damn, you get all emotional for it, man. Go sit your beige ass in the car and go cry. Just be both out <laughs> just singing a little heart out. Just, uh, you know, this, about just, just one of them days. I was like, all right, man. You know, this one. You, you, oh you shit! It, when you get <laughs> it together. <laughs> when you get it together, come 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 join us. Come join us at Lucas Pizza. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! <laughs> oh damn, man, Lucas Pizza. That shit. Was, now I want some Lucas Pizza. Damn it, Jake or uh, Mike J. Uh, damn, nigga, you put my government out there, <laughs> God damn, oh. I'm trying to look for another job. You, he's a bastard, nigga. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, man, since you take Monica, man, I'm gonna take. I'm. I, I like Monica's music better. I think Brandy has more hits, so I'm. I'm gonna go with Brandy, man. I think. Plus, I think Brandy got one, a little bit. Plus one sitting, plus one sitting on my sitting in my room. Come on, that's my shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You do that. You do that little shoulder bop. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey, that's nah. that's off one of my favorite. That's the soundtrack of one of my favorite movies. Waiting to exhale. Whenever you want to have the power to talk about the greatness, waiting to exhale. I'm here. Oh, oh, waiting to exhale. That soundtrack is a fucking classic. Shit, the movie is too. Well, the movie is too. Don't get me wrong. The nigga was out here wearing a leather vest and got hit by an orange. (laughs) You ain't gonna be able to see that. That nigga said, "You funky bitch." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If if y'all ever want us to do like a whole pod on waiting to exhale, we can do a special one because I love that movie. I, I, if it come on right now, I will watch it because I need these laughs. No doubt. Yeah. I tell you the I tell you the verses that, that that a lot of us want to see, nigga. That's that Pinky versus Cherokee versus. Oh That's damn! Right there. <laughs> oh damn! Now shout, shout out to the Ace and the Ripper. Hey man, damn not 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 Pinky. Last time I seen her, and she was gyrating on a hotel room floor that didn't look clean. Also, shout out to Lacey Duvall. She's back too. I thought I thought I thought she was yeah nigga I seen I'll talk to y'all fair yeah <laughs> yeah send it back man it's just like damn you see how the legend fall you know how MJ was in the four or five jersey yeah oh, man yeah man. she didn't come back like Lisa Ann huh she it was, it was a lot it was a lot worse yeah it's just kind of like damn you this this what you doing sheesh. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 man. You know, this is, you know, Jada Fire went vegan. She kept herself up. Yeah, yeah. She ain't listen to them look bad, but say, like, yeah. yeah, she's back. Charge it to the game. Charge hey, it to the game. Hey, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't charge that for OnlyFans. I, I, that, yeah. that should be, that should be like, yo, that should be that grand. Like grand scathing. That sounds like a scathing Reddit review. No, no, no. Reddit, no, Reddit get into it. Reddit be, them dudes be getting hot. That dude said, I spent $15.99 on her. And all, and all I seen was a little bit of girl on girl action. And then right before a tongue kiss, and then it would be like, pay for more. And they did. She didn't respond. $40 later. <laughs> hey, them reviews is hilarious. 
But anyway, oh, man, man, I digress, man. But you know, we try to, you know, it's a lot of heavy shit in this episode. You know, we try to, we talked to, you know, Pastor John Gray. You know what I'm saying? We talked about the homie Jerry. Talk about Trumpito, and we talked to Sears. Talked about James Blake. And for me, I know both sides. I'm, we white people. Other people, we need we need you as allies. You can't be your quietness is complicitness. Dr. King said, you know, you have there's we talking about the white liberal, no, the white moderate. We need you to stop to be the moderate. You got you got to stand on stand on one side. Either stand with truth or you stand on the other side. You can't 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 you can't, can't straddle the fence. And then like you know saying, oh this is bad, and then going back to your homes. But that's what I pretty got much, to pretty much. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to leave y'all with a, a little bit of a bow tie moment this week. And, it, and it's kind of a self-proclamation. And I want you guys to, to say this uh, after you listen to this episode, say it regularly um, to project. Um, I am beige. I am good. <laughs> I love myself. <laughs> Go ahead, man. I'm yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it goes like this. I am physically, mentally, and emotionally ready to enter a new face in my life. I'm ready to grow and to get better. So that's just a little bit of a word that you guys can repeat. Keep yourself motivated. Keep yourself positive. Keep yourself grounded. Um, and just remember, when you have conversations with yourself and about yourself, watch your language. You know, speak positivity. Um, try to try not to speak so much negative and, and doom and gloom. You want to you want to be able to bask in your own glory. And that's the bow tie moment. Hey man, we appreciate y'all. Sorry, we've been kind of in and out, man. It's been some crazy stuff with health wise stuff going on. So uh, we appreciate y'all supporting us. Remember to review, share, you know, share the show and give us a five star review. Also, on Anchor, there is, if you download the Anchor app, there is things you can leave us voice notes. So leave us a voice note, you know what I'm saying? You know, five star reviews, all yeah. the type of stuff, man. We are definitely here for the people. And we will next week, we'll have more stuff about our fantasy league that's coming out. And we appreciate the support. And we'll holler at y'all. Y'all stay safe and remember, Black Lives Matter. All the time.